Welcome to the Fitz Life Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick, former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable, and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy-ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hey, hey, hope everyone is doing what, well. What is up? What is up? Oh my gosh, Jamie. It's so different being in our house and recording this way versus in the studio. I know. I know. It's because we're we are not in the same room. Um, I think Jamie's we do it in more, my closet right we, now. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. We do it more for sound for sound effects. But yeah, I, I don't know if there's a delay on the sound. But anyway, let's let's move on to Fitz Life Unfiltered. Um I will introduce our awesome guest. Um we yeah uh, we have a we've probably known each other I want to say seven years maybe eight years that uh, a really cool fact is um, Keisha Keisha uh, get Mary is the guest I almost called you by your maiden name because that's how I met you and knew you I know well and we have the Fitz connection because it was Fitzgerald so I, yeah I, it I was <laughs> it was um, yeah you know the biggest stage I've ever spoken on was actually with Keisha, which was very cool. I don't know, 10,000 people, maybe more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, you know, as far as a speaking partner, perfect person to do it with. Um, and, and, you know, what I think Kim and I admire about you, Keisha, um, and I, I know you talk about this on your podcast and I know you just had a live event and we'll dive into that stuff, but, um, I think you, you know, you appear fearless. I think fear shows up for all of us. It's a human emotion. We all tackle yeah. it. We all deal with it. It stops us from doing things. It gets us, it veers us off paths, maybe even actually pushes us on the right path. You appear very fearless because, you know, you are willing to try different things. And that is a very admirable quality. It's something that Kim and I, we speak about a lot, um, yeah. you know, not necessarily that you're failing at these things or anything like that, but I think failure can also be a very essential part of learning and figuring out what your quote unquote purpose is, figuring out your path. Um, and if you're never willing to try new stuff, and we swear on this podcast, by the way, I almost said the S word, but um, if you're never willing to try new stuff, it's really hard to figure out where you're supposed to go. Um, and, and, you know, Keisha has started her company. It's called She Goes Company. Um, she's got an incredibly, and really a, fairly new podcast um called empower her now i'm gonna over five million downloads already or six what have you Al got to almost almost seven wow yeah that's right? insane it's so because you know you guys know like i record i started recording podcasts in my closet and like yeah you just kind of evolve and you just start showing up and when you love it as much as you guys love podcasting too and you've got an awesome community you like time just flies and you're like where the hell did that go like how i've been you know, how did we get here? So yeah. that's a lot. So when did you start it? I started at the end of 2018. So we just hit four years of podcasting wow. now. That's, and, it, you know, at wild. the beginning, like anything new, like it takes a little bit of time to get your momentum and also for you to build confidence in yourself. Cause for anyone listening into this podcasting sounds really cool, but often it's like, you're having a hypothetical conversation with someone that you're imagining <laughs> and like, yeah. that's just kind of a weird skill set to build up. Um, but yeah, it really started to kind of build momentum and now it's really on this upward trajectory, which is so exciting and just so fulfilling because it's fun. 
Yeah, you know? yeah. Kim and I always say, even the, the fact that we're doing it, like there's not a lot of times you sit in a room with someone for an hour and just talk, even even your partner. It's very therapeutic yeah. for us. Um, now, are you still are you still teaching other people as well how to do? You're still doing that, right? So I've helped a few, maybe 300-ish women launch podcasts through That's our awesome. programs. Yep. And now in 2023, we're moving more into the in-person, like doing events, retreats, meetups for the podcast community and growing the business that way. But yeah, I've had the opportunity to help a lot of people start podcasts, which is pretty cool. That's cool. And we'll, we'll put uh, all contact info in the show notes. See you guys for Keisha. Um, you just had a live event empower her live event, which I, I was, I was stalking it a bit. Looks awesome. I know that you guys are getting into real estate investing um, with uh, your husband, uh, Seema and who I've met once don't know him that well, yeah. but um He's a cool Seems, guy. Yeah. He's, 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 he looks like if Ross from Friends and Drake had a baby, <laughs> for those of you that can't see. And it just like, awesome. it's so great to do life with someone like that. I'm just like, you are just hot. Hey. Well, <laughs> well, because, you know, part of, I mean, there's a motivation component to Kim and I's podcast, but it's also, we very much dive into relationships and life and love. And when things aren't going well, we're very open yes. with our audience. Um, and, and before we can, how is Thailand, by the way? Yeah. Um, so for those of you listening and my husband, Cena and I got married in April. We've been together for 14 years, but finally just got married. And then what happens sometimes when you don't put things on your calendar is it's like, oh, next month we'll do that. Next month you'll do that. And then finally, six months later, I was like, we have not gone on a honeymoon. We moved from Austin to Denver where we live now and started this real estate business and just kind of started doing a bunch of things. And then I had my first event so it just kind of got pushed back. But we we're like, nope, we're blocking this off on our calendar. We're going to Thailand for two weeks. I got to hug a baby elephant, which Sorry. if you haven't done that, put it on your bucket list. It was literally life-changing. And also it was really important because you guys love to talk about relationships. We had gone through a season where my husband used to be a dentist and he left mm -hmm. dentistry and wanted to jump into real estate investing. And sometimes what happens when we jump into something new, as you guys know, like you suck at the beginning. Like both of you come from successful, you know, things that you've done before you even got into Beachbody. It's like mm -hmm. you start at the beginning, you don't know what you're doing. It's so overwhelming because there's a big distance from where you are now and where you want to go. And he was really floundering. And I'm someone who just like takes messy action and I'll just face plan and I'm totally comfortable with that. But he's very different. Like he wants to be really good at the thing that he does. And I respect and admire that so much. Yeah. But it was really creating a lot of tension in our marriage because I would be like, Sina, just go. Like, who cares? It doesn't matter if you fail. Like, just keep going. Like, we'll just figure it out. And he's like, Keisha, I am not built like that. Like, I want to like collect more information. I'm like, you've collected enough information. Like, <laughs> get going. And it was honestly really nice too, even for our marriage and for anyone listening into this. Like, When's the last time that you blocked off like a chunk of time, even if it's just one night, because you're not in a season where you can book a trip and go to Thailand for two weeks, where you can be unplugged from even if it's things that you're excited about. Like we're doing a lot of cool things that we're excited about, but being unplugged to just be present with each other and just enjoy the fact that you're married to your best friend. I was like, we actually just really needed that. And I didn't realize how much we needed it until we got there. You know, that's awesome. That's I love Oh, go ahead. No, you're good, Kim. Go ahead. We'll no, I was speak. just saying, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to jump go in on this conversation. <laughs> but Keisha, I love that. And I think what you just said hit such a nail on the head. And, you know, it's so interesting too, with just like 
cost of living and things that are changing. I love that you put a note of like, it can be a night. It can be a night in, it can be a coffee. I mean, sometimes Jamie and I have our best conversations over coffee in the morning, which doesn't help our morning routines because we could talk forever, um, which is a great thing, Um, you know, but it is as simple as that. It's the reconnection piece that's so important. So I love that you put, I love that you said that. The other thing I really admire too is that the boundary around it as well, right? You're like, okay, uh, I cannot come on your podcast. I just want you all to know that I took a leap of faith because, okay, guys, Keisha's a big deal. Like I, but I also so want to, I want to talk about your live event, by the way, and Jamie Lynn Kerma being, the, I, I have so yeah. many questions. Oh, but I got answers, girl. <laughs> I, I have so many questions, but I will just say like, Keisha's a, in my, in my opinion, she's somebody that I've always looked up to such a trailblazer, you know, and I believe that you need to see women that are doing things that are bigger and bolder yes. and just mm. taking the like literally like balls by the hand, like, here we go. And, the what? What did you just yeah. say? <laughs> the balls oh. in your hand is what you just ripped some balls. <laughs> I might have ripped some balls, but my point to this is that, guys, I got an email because I'm obviously on Keisha's email list because Empower, her, her podcast is freaking amazing. Um, and I and I literally was like, okay, I think our listeners need to hear, first of all, your energy. They need to be involved in what you're doing. Like this will help them change their lives. So I literally pressed like respond to one of your emails. And I was like, not nervous. Cause I know I just, I, yeah. and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And we also are fairly new to podcasting and fairly yeah. new to guests and navigating this whole thing, which I'm so excited to learn more about and dive into that. So this is exciting. You're like our third official guest on the podcast, so <laughs> Yes, but I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to be bold. I'm just going to be brave. I'm just going to do it. Guys, Keisha messaged me, emailed me back within like I felt like 14 seconds. It, it was, was a hard yes. 12 seconds. I was like, it was like, Duh. like, I like, of course I love you guys. And I, and Kim, what you just said is something that is like such a fuel source for me. And I know is for you too, as well, that like, we have to see people go for it in whatever their circumstances are with whatever situation, even like the things that we perceive as our flaws, like I'm very messy and disorganized. And I almost feel like that's proof to other people that if you feel that way too, you can still make it happen because other people need to see our living, breathing testimony of what's possible. So they can borrow belief like, oh, I can do this too. And you guys have done that for so many people and I admire it so much. And when you asked me, I was like, of of course, like I would literally love to, whenever I'm totally available. Let me, let me come on. But It's also because you see in other people the things that you really respect. And it's like, I love how transparent you guys are. And I think for anyone listening in that's like holding back because they want to perceive, like they want other people to perceive them as perfect. It's like, that's actually what disconnects you Mm, with people. And I think that's why I feel so connected to you guys. You know, obviously, Jamie, you and I going way back too, but like, you know, after all these years, even if we don't even talk as much as usual is because I see what you're doing and I'm like, hell yes. Mm. freaking go because you yeah. just want to see other examples of that in the world you know yeah, yeah i love yeah. that and I, oh jamie and i constantly interrupt each other i'm not finished hold on one second babe. <laughs> you go i i can't wait to hear what you have to say but i do just want to say too to that end about women supporting women and mm. also just like fanning the flame of each other like Abundance. we need this in our life right now so yes. like how are we not looking at any opportunity to collaborate, any opportunity to connect, any opportunity to share, you know, the gifts and the messages and all those things. And that's why 
you know, I just, I think this is such a good example of that. Like being bold enough, sending the email. Yeah. Even though Keisha's like, of course I'm messaging you back. But, you know, I, I look at this, like, I think we need to take things with scary action. So it's messy action. It's scary action. You're not going to know whether or not she would have ever had time or capacity to be able to hop. She was literally like, I'm in Thailand on a honeymoon, but okay, this is my schedule after I was like, this is amazing. You just have to ask. And I think so many people go through life, not asking and wondering, and it's a huge, it's a huge miss, you know? I want to, I want to touch on this because, um, you two have very similar energies, like very similar energies. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You guys have very similar energies. And I think Keisha, you just touched on it. And I think I would say Kim and I are both messy achievers. And what I mean by that is I don't want to say we're unorganized because we, we are, but like, I think maybe if you can touch on the point, cause you kind of said it and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but yeah, people are so not everyone, but a lot of people are terrified of trying these new things, new businesses. Mm-hmm. And I think probably what you and Kim do really well is you somehow place that fear on the back burner. And if anything, maybe you recognize that fear as an opportunity. Maybe that's where you need to go. And because because you're both high energy, very positive. Like there is an attraction in your, both of your energies that really I think people flock to. Um, but I think you're both are kind of like, you just kind of go for it and not everything's good. It's never going to be perfect. And it doesn't have mm. to be. I don't know if you want to just touch on that. Yeah. Well, I think one thing that's on the forefront of my brain always that's going to sound maybe what you wouldn't expect, but the fragility of life Mm. and the fact that our days are numbered here and we don't actually know the count, right? I mean, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys know in a big way. And it's like, you know, I've lost two friends at age 30 and Mm. it's like, just knowing that like, I believe every single one of us is gifted a different vision for our life and it's not going to look the same. And that's the beautiful reason why like all of us go around and have these different personalities and the ways that we express ourselves. But I believe if you're gifted the vision on your heart, you're also gifted the resourcefulness to figure out any how along the way. And that it's our responsibility as humans to figure out how to get out of our own damn way and actually go do that thing. And that thing might not be launching a business or building a brand or starting a podcast. It might just be you leaving the city that you've been in, or you Mm. finally getting out of this relationship that's not serving you or doing the thing that you know feels aligned for you because it isn't just about you. It's about other people and the ripple effect that you can make in this world as a human. So I think there's a sense of responsibility that I weigh on my shoulders of not only the fragility of life, but also the need to show up to inspire other people. And because we don't have kids yet, but we're moving into the season where we're going to like start trying to make a baby, which is really Mm -hmm. exciting. And I've always had this like conversation in my head And like you guys having two kids, it's like, you know, this in real time of them getting to see your example where I know that I'm going to tell our kids that they can do anything that they want in this world. But I want them to be able to look at me as like living, breathing proof. Like I know I can, mom, I watched you, not you told me because I feel like I've been most inspired by even my own parents when I've seen them take action rather than just building up belief in me. It's like, you're going for it. And I just want to model that example. So I think a lot of my desire to take messy action and do the things that are on my heart is because I just think it's on my heart for a reason. I don't think it's an accident to someone listening into this that you want to start that Etsy shop or you want to build this brand or start this nonprofit or do this thing. Like 
that idea falls on you. And then it's like, you either take action on it or it just goes away. But we don't do the things that we need to do to get ourselves to take action, like putting skin in the game, whether that's buying the ticket to the event or signing up for the business or reaching out to the coach or the mentor, like something. And we we have our dreams just in ourselves and we don't tell anybody else. So it doesn't raise the necessity to want to show up for those things. And then we wonder why we're still not doing them. And it's because we're just not getting ourselves like excited enough because you do get that dopamine hit at first when you take action and that is addicting. But then what happens afterwards is you get really freaking nervous because you see the distance between where you are now and where you want to go. And that's a big space, especially if you're a big dreamer and you label it overwhelming or daunting. And then you start numbing yourself out by scrolling social media, looking at somebody else saying, oh, she has something or he has something that I don't. It's like, no, they're just working while you're watching them work. Mm. Like they're working through that beginning stage of just needing to take action. And nobody gets to skip the stage at the beginning. So if you feel that resistance when you're wanting to start something, it's because your primal brain is trying to keep you in familiar thought patterns because you're wired that way. There's nothing wrong with you. Everybody feels that way. I know I feel that way. Kim, I can, I don't even have to ask you. I know that you feel that way where it's like, Ooh, I feel like I'm going to like puke or like, I don't even know, like poop my pants. Like I have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm like, let's just go. And I know that on the other end of it is a more elevated version of me who believes in her ability to figure things out, but also is somebody else that's going to be inspired by that. And to the person listening into this, it's like, you know, don't forget that there's someone watching you that needs to see you do it. That isn't actually going to connect so important. with me or Kim or you, Jamie, or, and you know, is going to connect with you because you have two young kids and you're struggling with postpartum depression, or you just got a divorce or you lost a parent or, you know, whatever it is, like you got to do it. Like we actually need your specific example. And I just feel the weight of that. And it drives mm-hmm. me a ton. I, I got in a bit of a, a debt. Sorry, Kim. I got in a bit of a dead zone this year. And and someone said to me, they're like, yeah, you know, it's, it is about you and you, you need to be vibrant and abundant and do yeah. stuff and, and challenge your stuff and find that purpose. But he goes, but you know, Jamie, about you specifically it was the, the worst part of it is you've stopped inspiring people. You stopped you because you showing the example, mm-hmm. there's people doing stuff because of you that you don't even realize or know. That was yes. that hit me because I don't think I never really thought in those terms. Um mm-hmm. sorry, Cameron, go ahead. No, I, I I love that. And I'm glad you touched on that, Jamie, because I think I think we can all fall into seasons. We can yes. all fall into when things feel heavy. Like Keisha, you've gone through a lot. Like Cena lost yeah. his dad, like fast. Like, yeah. you know, and I think as you've been trying to navigate that, and you know, it's like it, and let's talk about this. Like we're going into a holiday season, we're going into a new year, which sometimes people are really excited about that. And sometimes people are also super depressed because they're like, Well, I did nothing last year, right? Yeah. So it's like I, I love what you you say this all the time, like, do the damn thing. Just go do the damn thing, right? It's yeah. like What's your advice in a season, which I know you have literally walked through multiple yeah. times and you've I shown think, up like, well, yeah. how do you, yeah. What it, do you say? It's figuring out like, it's interesting because sometimes I think we give ourselves like success criteria and we make it seem as if it's always going to make sense to have your metrics for what success in your day looks like in every season. And that makes absolutely no sense to me because, you know, to your point, when my, for those just to give context, my husband, Cena, he had like a really interesting relationship with his dad, but then we got a phone call that his dad's cancer was back and it was terminal. So we moved from Austin up to Seattle for 12 weeks where we watched him literally like decline until he passed on the 4th of July. And, um, gosh, to the entrepreneurs listening into this, 
having a business where you had, where we had the flexibility and we had the financial means to get up there and not have pressure on him was such a freaking blessing. Mm. So to those of you working hard on a business, this just like hit my heart that like you are opening up doors for a future version of you that you hope that you might not even have to figure out how to navigate through or even for your significant other. And God, that was such a blessing. But beside the point, it was so hard. And it was interesting because the day before we had gotten that call, I was like crushing it. You know, when you're in like those seasons where it's like, I'm on the train to like F yeah, that like, I can't be stopped. I was like, I'm crushing through these like zoom calls. My energy is insane. Like, I just feel like I'm on top of the world. And we literally went on a walk that night. It was a Wednesday. And we were talking about how excited we were about this next season. He had just left dentistry two weeks prior. And we wanted to see like where he took this whole real estate thing. And then right when we got back from that walk, we got this call. And sometimes it doesn't have to be something as drastic as, you know, something like what happened to you, Jamie, or getting a call or even Kim with your mom or anything like, right. It doesn't have to be something so drastic like that, but some things jolt you where like you have to come up with a new criteria of like winning the day looks like for you. Cause if I compared that myself the day after that phone call to the day prior to that phone call, and I expected that I could show up in that way, I would have never felt like I could make any progress. And I needed confidence because I had never supported my husband through losing a parent before. I didn't have any skills to like look back and be like, oh, last time I went through that, this is what I did. Um, So it's really important, even in those seasons of like grief or hardship, that you're still supporting yourself by building up confidence. And for me, it's so simple where I think of confidence like it's a bucket. And when I show up and keep a promise to myself, it's like I'm putting a deposit into my bucket, like plop, 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 plop. You know, so when other people don't get your vision, it feels like they smack the side of your confidence bucket or life throws something at you. It feels like the side of your confidence bucket is, you know, smacked. And for sake of this analogy, some plops out. So even in those hard seasons, I had to say to myself, like, I am going to walk outside for 15 minutes. I'm going to drink this gallon of water and I'm going to listen to something on audio for 10 minutes today. That was like me, quote unquote, winning the day in that season. If I would have done that the day before, I'd been like, girl, what the hell are you doing? Like, you suck right now. Like, I, you know, right? But having those metrics for myself helped me build up confidence in that season. So for anyone right now, maybe you've got a newborn baby at home. You're in a different season than like, I know nothing about birthing a child into the world, but I know that having one outside of the womb and inside of the womb is definitely very different. And so it's like, if you're comparing how you want to show up for today to a different season when the circumstances were different, you're going to be setting yourself up to feel like you're feeling digging at your own confidence. So to anyone listening in right now, whatever your goals are and your vision is like, let's make sure that it makes sense with this exact season of your life. And you know that that might actually mean you need to crank it up a notch because you're like, you know what? I'm on a break. You know, I'm a, I'm a teacher and I'm building this business. And I said that I really wanted to like take it up to the next level, take it up to the next level, girl. Like let's freaking go. Um, Or maybe you're like, you know what? I have a lot of anxiety right now, or I'm in a tough season of my marriage. It doesn't mean you have to dead stop. It means you've got to figure out how to recalibrate. And that's such a personal decision, but I have made it my responsibility to develop my own confidence. And that looks so different depending on the season, right? So I navigate it through saying like, what does winning today look like? For me, and then I just try my best to do that. And sometimes it's really small things just to give myself a little confidence boost. And sometimes it's like, okay, girl, like it's let's let's effing go, you know, and it's bigger things. Oh, <laughs> that like, okay, I that like got me in every chakra. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I felt that in every visceral <laughs> plane in my body. Um, I love that that point about confidence. I feel like 
it is so easy to have the carpet just ripped right out from underneath yeah. you. And and I feel, I feel like the other thing too, to note, and I'd love your opinion on this. It, it's so interesting. I love that you gave the analogy of the before and the after, like the, the day before and then the day after. Yeah. I remember I was talking to my best friend right after Jamie had his heart attack. And I kept trying to go back to my morning routine. I was like, why can't I wake up at 5 a.m.? Why can't I meditate? Why can't I do those things? You're right. And I was like starting to give myself, I was starting to be mean to myself thinking I'm failing. I'm not, but the, the trauma and the fallout of the situation caused a complete other version of me. So Mm -hmm. like Keisha, you're not even the same human right now that you've just walked through that. So you know, what I've learned through this process, you know, is like, gosh, right now I'm in like, I I think we've all been in seasons and it's like, I feel like I'm just going to, I've got to be a new, not got to be, but I want to be a newer version of myself each day because the older version of me is no longer equipped to take care of where I'm going. Yes. Yes. And well, but right? for you, Kim, I actually do think it's a gotta be because it is this like internal right. desire of like, I've got to do this and not from a negative, like hustle, hustle, or like, you know, right. like Renee Brown would say like hustle for your worthiness or anything external. But it's like, I've got to step up into this because this is me feeling like I'm fully showing up to life, you know? Right. And it's so interesting because so often we want to wish away the hard seasons. And I understand that because when you're in it, it freaking sucks. And to anyone that is in a really tough season that's listening in right now, like, I, I hear you and I like want to hug you because it's tough. But I was reading this book um, called Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. And this will only take me like a second to explain. He did this study, basically. Not he didn't do it, but scientists did this study where they made this perfect environment to grow trees. It was this dome that had perfect soil and conditions and, you know, like temperatures and everything to grow these amazing trees. The trees grew super tall and then they all toppled over. And they're like, what the F? I'm sure they didn't say that, but they're like, what the F happened to these trees? And they recognized the trees had no external pressure on them. They had no winds or resistance. So they weren't forced to build roots. So they didn't, they couldn't actually stand up on their own. And sometimes when we're in those seasons where we, we like want to be in this perfectly coddled situation, we're like, we don't want to feel this resistance. We don't want to feel this. It's like when you lean into it and Jamie, even like you mentioned, like leaning into the fear and that resistance, it's like, that's when you're building roots. So you can be like, Hell yeah, I can freaking Mm. handle whatever comes my way because it's building up this confidence and this belief in yourself that you can't possibly predict what's coming in your future. But if you believe that you can get through resistant seasons or hard times and you believe in your ability to navigate what are the tools that I need, how do I need to reach out for help and get more support? Like you're just more equipped moving forward in life. So while I would never wish a heart attack on anyone or losing your mom or losing Mm -hmm. your dad or any of that, it's inevitable that things like that are going to happen. So how can we prepare ourselves? Well, let's put ourselves in seasons of resistance. Even that's like just in your workouts, like you could do one more rep and you're like, I might die, but I'm going to keep doing it because like you're teaching yourself that you can do that. You can push beyond comfort and that's beautiful. You know, it's like, Mm. it's like necessary scar tissue. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it builds you up, it protects you, it lets you do other things, and and maybe not be fearful of that wound. Right. Yeah. Anymore. So real. So real. I, lo- I love that, Keisha. I've got a question about your live event that I'm yeah. I'm never missing another one again. By the way, <laughs> I've, I'm never missing another one again. Um, but tell me, tell me about it. Like, tell us about your live event. Tell us what was like. It was What's, really cool well, watching yeah. you behind the scenes and yeah. like. What was the highlight for you 
of your event, like of your career, like this, would you say that this, I mean, you've been in training for this. This has been like, was it, would you call this the pinnacle of your career? Like you've been Uh, in training for that, right? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, Uh, like, tell me what, what was like, what, what was that like? Holy shit moment. Like, what was it for you? I mean, I think I saw five, but I'm dying (laughs) to know, like, what was it for you sitting up there that just was like, I'm doing this thing. Yeah. So for context, I started a podcast, um, Empower Her at, at the end of 2018. And I, actually had the vision pretty quickly that I wanted to do live events and get women together in community, but I didn't have a community around my podcast yet. Cause you know, like one person listens into it when you first start and then it builds. So I knew eventually that I'd want to get to it. So I wanted to cultivate this very like, come with me, let's figure this out together type of community around the show. And what's interesting is we actually wanted to do it in 2020. We were starting to prepare to do it. And um, then obviously life threw a curveball there and we couldn't do it. And I'll tell you what made it even more fulfilling. And I'll answer your question, but what made it more fulfilling that's interesting is it took longer than I expected to get Mm, there. And so often we, because we live in this instant gratification, Amazon prime culture, we think that if we get things more quickly, it's better. But I think it was so much more fulfilling because the engaged community, like so many of the speakers that were there, like Trent Shelton was Mm -hmm. like, Keisha, I have never seen this type of audience that is so freaking engaged and excited and present. And I was like, the the women in the community that were so supportive of each other. It was like, I couldn't have imagined it to be what it was. And it was part of it was because like we had time to nurture this community. And I felt like I had been in their ear for years. Right. So for anyone that feels like something's taking a little bit longer, there might be a future version of you that will look back and be like, actually timing was perfect. And so anyway, the we had um just shy of 500 women in the room wow. and which was unbelievable and 60% of them were it was their first time ever attending a personal development event. So that was really cool cuz like getting someone who's never been on a plane from the Midwest to fly to where it was in Phoenix last year to pay for a ticket where they don't know anyone and come to a room where they're like it's a bunch of women, like that's really intimidating. Mm-hmm. So I knew like the weight of each one of those women that came was so massive to me. Mm, and I love that. Um so for you asked about so we had amazing speakers and it was just it was just incredible to really like get to hug and connect with people. My love language is physical touch. So like me hugging people, I was hugging people for freaking three days. It was incredible. <laughs> um, but honestly, beside the fact that, you know, Trent is my favorite podcaster and speaker, and he was so stoked to be a part of it. He had a torn Achilles and he was at VIP night standing for three hours, hugging wow. people and meeting them. And I was like, Trent, we can take you back to your room. Like you do not need to be standing here on your like torn Achilles. He's like, Keisha, the way you show up for your community is also the way I'm showing up for your community. Mm. Like I see it in you. You best believe I'm bringing it. And I was he like, seems, he seems very generous, like just with oh. everything. My gosh. Yeah. He also told me uh, something that I feel like could be helpful for someone listening in. He's like, Keisha, you know what's aligned for you now. So what do you need to drop and make space for this? Because mm. this is so aligned for you now. And I was like, eh, I probably got to get rid of because they just because you can't do something doesn't mean you should. Right. Mm. Um, Does that resonate, anyway. Kim? Oh, no, gosh. we had, Kim and I had a conversation about about a part of one of the businesses this morning and it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting. And it's it's hard because when you're changing, you're still grieving the loss of the familiar and that's yeah. super freaking uncomfortable, especially if it's something that makes impact and makes money. You're like, "Well, I could do this, but like wonder what would happen if you open up the space to do something else." 
Anyway, side tangent. But mm-hmm. to your question about Jamie Kern Lima. So for those of you that don't know, Jamie Kern Lima um, started It Cosmetics. She sold it for $1.2 billion to L'Oreal, became the first female CEO. And um, she is the epitome of what you and I are all about, Kim, and you too, Jamie, but you're not a woman, of uh, like women supporting women. And every time that she's been asked to be part of something, like when she's done stuff with Oprah and she's done all of these incredible things, she always brings another woman with her to the table. And I admire and respect that so freaking much. She's like, yeah, that's a great opportunity for me. But if I can't bring my friend who's maybe not where I'm at yet, then like, I'm not interested. Like, savage. Freaking awesome. love that. Let's go. So anyway, um, she wrote a book called Believe It, which if, for those of you listening, and if you haven't read it, it's incredible. It tells her whole story, but it's also just like, yeah, have you read it, Kim? And yeah, so good. It? Oh my gosh. So good. so good. So anyways, I reached, she's been on my podcast twice and I love her. And it just happened to be like, you know, just a little plug here to like leave space for miracles because, mm. you know, sometimes we get into this structured day of like back to back to back to back thing. And I jumped on a call with her when she was on my podcast and she had just signed her book deal. And I was the first person that she told before she even called her husband because we had this meeting scheduled. And she's like, I know we need to get into the podcast, but I have to tell you something. I was like, we can get into the podcast whenever you feel is right, Jamie. You tell me whatever you want to tell me. (laughs) And she's like, I just signed my book deal. And I'm so excited. And I was like freaking out with her. And I was like, well, obviously you have to come back on the podcast when you have your book. So I felt really connected to her and we'd been connected on Instagram. And I knew that her team like followed me and stuff, Mm. but I didn't, I didn't really talk to her that often, but I reached out to her to see if she would donate 500 books to the swag bags. And I thought it's worth a shot again, to your point, Kim, like if you don't ask the answers, always no. Why does well just ask what's the worst can happen. And her assistant, Sarah, who's just, I can't even, her assistant reaches out to me and she was like, Hey, can I call you? I want to talk about, you know, this, you know, Jamie being part of this event. And I'm thinking her books. She calls me and she says, you know, Jamie picks a couple of people every year, women that she really respects on how they're showing up in the world. We've been watching what you've done, helping so many podcasters and how you show up in such an authentic way. She would love to be part of your event and stop in, do a keynote and then like leave. This is a woman who gets paid so much money to keynote. Like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it, but like she like girl makes a full-time salary for one hour. Okay. Yeah. Um, I sobbed. Thank God for Cena being like such a, just an epic husband where he just starts recording it like on his phone. Cause he's like, you're probably going to want this later. So I just have a video of me like sobbing being like, I can't believe this is happening. Um, so yeah, she, she was like, you can't talk about it proactively. I want it to be a surprise. I want to honor the people. Cause like, because she has such a big name in this space, a lot of times when people do events, like you're using kind of the leverage of her name to sell tickets. Mm. And so she was like, you know, we ought to honor that, but she wants it to be a surprise for your community. She, you know, but, and we'll also give you the books. I was like, <laughs> wow. Um, so what happened is she, I mean, you guys, like she's the most authentic, real person behind closed doors. Like she was sending me a voice text before. Like, I'm so excited about the event. Let me know if you have anything specifically that you want me to say to the women. Keisha, I just want to check in on you. How are you doing? How's Jackie, my best friend that works with me? Like, how's Jackie doing? Is she excited? How's your husband seen? Like she knew everything. (laughs) That's so awesome. And then basically I pretended like how she came in. It was a room full of 500 women. She was in the back of the room. Um, they didn't know yet. And I I pretended like I was taking a video to send to her to say thank you for the books. 
So I was like, everyone say thank you, Jamie. And then I like panned it like a selfie video while I was on the stage. And everyone's like, thank you, Jamie. We love you. And then I was like, oh my gosh, is that Jamie Kern Lima? And then she came in through the back and she's like, I love you, Keisha. And then I started sobbing. Oh, wow. <laughs> and everyone lost their mind. It was like, and then she gets on the stage and she was like, this is her first event. I would never miss her first event. And I was like, what? you know, like those out of, she's my favorite entrepreneur. Um, oh and Trent was my favorite podcaster. So to have them both wanting to be part of it, I was like, Crazy. I don't even know what to do with myself. So that's the, that's the Jamie story. And then she texts me, voice texts me just a couple days later, just that was so impactful and impacted me. And I was like, you are unreal. And why I'm giving all this context is I want to be that, right? Mm. Like when you see someone show up for you like that, it's like, I admire it so much, but I also see that desire to want to show up in that way. And like why this emotionally, even Kim, you just sitting here, like this is probably affecting you on an emotional level. Oh, I'm, feel like, that I'm, pull. Crying. I'm like, this is right? what I want. Yeah. Well, and you want to do that for other women. So like the yes. fact that she did to me, I was like, Jamie, I am going to show up in such a massive way for women because what you just did for me is unreal. And, mm. and when I say for me, I mean, for me and the community that I love so freaking much, this means everything to me. And I was like, who can I show up for next? You know? So. Wow. Bring yeah. people oh with you, right? Bring yeah. people with you. That was the so gift. powerful. I think, you know, I, I felt every emotion there listening to you. Like I actually have a lump in my throat right now. Um, you know, and here there's a couple of reasons why there's a couple of reasons why number one, I think that it is so easy to think that'll never happen for me. Number one. Okay. Number two, I loved, I loved Keisha that you caused and created just for everybody that's listening right now, a reminder about the miracles. Yeah. They are around us and we do not like, I mean, if you think about it, I remember you know, like the, like just you leaned on, you lean, you've leaned on Trent for a long, long time. Like you've been a loyal, like listener, you're a, you're a learner. Keisha, you learn, yeah. you, you take interest in learning from people. And I think that that's really important here. This isn't just an accident mm. that these two legends decided yeah, I need to be, I need to be a part, part of, of your energy. I need to be a part of your movement. Like, and I think that's the miracle in even this conversation. It's like, yeah. get in the freaking room and yeah. like, what are you, how are you leveling up and surrounding yourself with people that are doing more in the world? Like, I want that. Like I wanted, one of my goals was Brendan Bouchard to know my name. Yeah. And he does. In fact, so cool. like he listened to my entire summit speech and was the first one to be like, you crushed that. When I was like, Amazing. Brendan, I think I'm going to go off script. I, I'm nervous. He's like, you've got, he watched everything. And I was like, I, I'm in the ring. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm a player. Like to mm. quote my guy, Bo Eason, who we need to have on this podcast. I've said that 14 times. So now I'm going to reach out to him today. <laughs> I'm going to text him. I'm going to text Don. Um, uh, but I just believe that. And, you know, like yeah. that, that gave me chills, Keisha. Like, thank you for sharing that. I'm so thankful for you sharing that experience because it like, it, it really gives guys, it really gives us an opportunity to say, why not you? Well, how, how many yeah. people, you know, and pe- whatever that means for you, whatever Jamie, whatever Jamie Kerman moment is for you. Cause that, yeah. like, like that, 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 but everybody listening, 
will have something that resonates with, oh, I want that promotion. I want to go for that job. I want to, I want to go kiss that guy, whatever, like whatever that big moment is. Right. It's like, Oh, like if you're not inspired, we are Tate and Jamie and I are shaking your shoulders right now. Like being like, okay, what were you going to say? Well, people, you know, they can, they can think it's corny or cliche or like, you know, so many people don't ask the universe for things. Um, And maybe, maybe, maybe it's even not the universe that's giving it back to you. Maybe the thought that you actually believe that changes your behavior and your openness to do things and try things and take action and do scary shit and ask the person who you never would think would be on your podcast. They'll yeah. probably say yes. They may not. Um, yeah. So maybe it's not the universe listening and answering. Maybe, maybe it's actually you changing your behaviors, you know, yes. right. Well, and the thing is too, and I love this so much, you guys, because it's like, you have to also be the person that's calling your shot publicly mm. because you don't know, like I had no idea that her team was like watching me to the degree that they were, or even like Trent and I have a good relationship. So I, I knew that I kind of assumed that he would want to be involved, but I wasn't sure. Um, but it's like to anyone listening into this, you have no idea if like your friend also happens to have a friend that is, you know, looking for speakers at this thing or also wants to start an like you just don't know who's watching you that you're one degree connection from someone that can help you make that mission come true but if you're holding it so close to yourself and you're not putting it out into the universe like i am a podcaster i am an event host i am a business owner i am a whatever then how is anyone going to support you mm. and i just think we sometimes forget that we feel so good helping other people right? I mean, anyone that listens into your show, I'm sure they have that ethos too. We're like the feeling of helping someone is like, you can picture it in your body. It's like warm and fuzzy, but we then tell ourselves that we don't want other people to help us because we don't want to burden them or we don't want to quote unquote inconvenience them. But then we're also robbing them of the feeling that they get from getting to help you. if You don't ask, right? And it's like, we all do really have that like commonality as human beings that we want to contribute in the world and we want to show up for people and we want to share our unique gifts. But it is, you know, to your point, Jamie, it's like it, we have to take radical responsibility for also broadcasting like what it is that we want to do. And it's scary to do that because, of course, you're not qualified. Like I have the vision of, it, of, of us turning this into a thousand person event next year. I'm not qualified for that vision yet. But the distance between where I am now and the way that I'm going to show up in pursuit of that is going to qualify me. That's the qualification period. You like Mm -hmm. need that time. And I think like if we stop telling ourselves, you know, with that first thought of I can't do this, I'll give you a freebie. Like positive psychology talks a lot about you're not responsible for your first thought, but you're responsible for your second thought. So the first one can be, you know, uh, I can't do this. Or the first one can say, you know, whatever you say about yourself and your health goals, right? But your next thought that's on you. Like that's your responsibility to turn that thought into something that's more conducive and supportive to your growth and where you want to go. So your first thought can be like, I could never do that. Okay. Freebie. We're not going to beat ourselves up about that. You're human, not a robot. You're going to, you're going to give yourself some negative self-talk sometimes. But the next thought is what if I could just, Mm. what if maybe I'm becoming the person that can, right? I love, I love that. It's, it's like, it's, it's, it's radical permission. Yeah. It's, you know, it's so interesting. I used to struggle for a long time with body dysmorphia. So to that end, Keisha, I would look at the first picture and critique. Yeah. And I'd look at it the second time. I still do this. Jamie, poor guy. He's my photographer for legacy headshots. (laughs) And every single time I'm I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, that's nice. (laughs) So it's the second 
right? It's the second impression. Yeah. It's the second shot. And I love that reminder because I think we are also for so quick, you know, and I know this is going to resonate with those that are listening because I just, I know our community. We are so quick to either complain, judge, doubt, fear, because that we're taught that. Yeah. We are taught that you aren't taught to believe in miracles and that Jamie's team's going to call you and be like, not only are we going to donate 500 books, but she's also going to come. We aren't, but you, you were open. Yeah. And there's a vibration that people are, that the world is waiting for you to be open. Mm-hmm. It's like everything you've said, Keisha, it, it, you're hitting the nail on the head. It's a frequency. It's an ethos. It's an, it's a, it's a vibration. Like what are you not receiving or giving because you're in your way? It's like mm-hmm. big. It's so big. And it's, it's interesting because it's just small little actions that get to that big confidence and right. like, I can be open. And I think sometimes we like, when we get excited about something, we're like, okay, now I'm going to do this big thing. And then we want to focus on step one, two, three, four, five, six. Like we just got to get to emotion, right? Like get you that dopamine hit and get you making like some progress in the right direction and giving yourself those tiny little deposits in your confidence bucket, because then you'll get where you want to go. You'll look back at the path that you took towards getting there and you'll feel like it was worth it. And you'll feel like you liked the person that you became in pursuit. And when you get there, you're going to realize you never quote unquote arrive because now you've got more confidence and you want to go to the next thing. But it's not this like constant striving and not feeling present and grateful, but it's just this evolution of I did this. I wonder what else I could do. Right? Mm. And oh that's my gosh. Like a gift to the world if you show up that way. Hundred percent, Keisha. We could talk to you all day long, but we know that you have big things to go do. I I can't thank you enough. Um, We are going to link everything in the show notes. But Keisha, where can people find you? Tell us Uh, everything. I love. I'm like Team Fitzpatrick for life. Like I'm (laughs) in for all the things. Um. So my Instagram is Keisha Get Mary. Probably the most complicated name ever, but K C I A. There's not a lot of Keishas out there. And then my podcast is called Empower Her. It's a Monday Thursday podcast. Come check it out. I love like anyone that listens into this podcast. Tag us on Instagram. Like we love to hear feedback. The thing that sometimes people forget that aren't podcasters is it's really helpful to know what people are vibing with. Mm. So you can create content and bring on guests that's helpful for them. So if you liked this episode, tag us, let us know. And I love you guys. Thank you for having oh, me. I love I you too. You so much. That was awesome. Oh, this will really resonate with people. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Awesome. I think so too. And just to everybody that's listening, we just want to say, you know, we need your feedback of what you need and what, and what yeah. you want. We've been saying that like, continue to tag us, to share, to direct message. Um, you know, that's what keeps us going and keeps us so pumped. So Keisha, we love you so much. Thank you so much. I, I'm also on team Keisha forever. Um, <laughs> and also in for everything you're doing and yeah, just super pumped and can't wait to stay. Can't wait to see where you go and good luck with making Exciting. adorable babies. And I'm excited <laughs> to see your journey wherever you evolve into. So we love you. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to the Fitz Life Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.